2: Coming up on TMS, RK Really Yellow. Why are men... 46-year-old chubby women covered in mud is my thing. The Sniff of Weights jorts are a little suspect age sex legs i think brian might like spider-man i'm pushing it in full jackass moment blue toby change into your grubbies we're doing sandbags did i ever tell you about
3: the time i was a chef and a butcher
2: frog piss throw pottery and people out of your chat room with amy cheating cancer with wendy and more on this episode of the morning stream
0: happy mother's day to all mothers in the land I have met so many kind and wonderful mothers, even stepmothers. Smart people know that no one is
1: safe from B.O.
2: The Morning Stream. This little piggy's going to market. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to TMS. It's the morning stream for Thursday, June first, twenty twenty three. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Nibbit. Hi, Brian.
3: Hello,
2: new, Scott Johnson. New month, man. New month. Woo. New month. Brand new month. Woo. It's a big month because you got uh, we got Diablo four coming out today. We got Brian's right. trip to Vegas coming up. You got your MS right. one fifty coming up. That's
3: uh, right. We got uh, Spider Man all- coming out. We got. Uh, family reunion for me a trip to yeah we mentioned a trip to vegas uh my god it is a it is a jam-packed month
2: of stuff yeah we got a brand new transformers film which i may be the only one excited about but i am yep you certainly are on this show yeah i I don't know why i think it's just anything without michael bay at the helm i'm excited about but also uh, that's true
3: because bumblebee I, i did enjoy bumblebee is this are we yet in a place where they're they're consistent like as far as I know the Bumblebee thing was kind of like um new lore new uh canon kind of thing well they didn't
2: reboot it what they did is they went back to the 80s and so this this Bumblebee story happens in the late 80s or something this one I don't actually know the time frame, but in this one you get the full complement of you the know beast. <laughs> yeah, you get the beast from from, and I love. Look, I will unapologetically tell the world that when Beast Wars was out, yeah, I couldn't have been happier. I loved that show. <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah. It looks like shit now. Trust me, it's garbage looking three D stuff. They was at the time. Oh, it I'm was, sure. You yeah, know, mm-hmm. at the time it was groundbreaking. Right now it's just terrible. But but uh, I loved those characters. And mm-hmm. the Maximals are cool as hell. And even though Pete Davidson's in this, and I have some worries about his character because it's just always a little weird when he's in things. Is, even, is Pete Davidson your
3: male Aquafina? Um, is he basically like the, uh, like, you can't, when Pete Davidson is is on screen, you can't, he's always Pete Davidson as opposed to being able to. Kind of, yeah. Like, you know how she has,
2: she has, perform- we talked about yesterday, how she'll have a performance where you'll go, oh, that's not the thing that annoys me, she's very good in this. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. He's like that too. There'll be things I'll see and I'll go, Oh man, he's great. He should do more like that. And then he'll turn Uh around and do something that's very sort of whatever his shtick is. And I don't know what this is yet. He plays Mirage. Uh, It's a car that can duplicate itself uh, and make and confuse the cops or whatever. Um, It's set in 1994. So I think this tracks as a actual sequel to the late Mm eighties one. Yeah. So, so a sequel so, to
3: Bumblebee prequel to the other one. Correct.
2: Right? Yeah. And I think they're not rewriting everything because everything looks no. a lot alike. We've got, you know, similar characters and everything, but I just think these directors <laughs> have better takes than Michael Bay. Michael Bay just threw shit at the wall, you know?
3: Yeah, I feel like it. And and uh um they just have to write it so carefully to explain why nobody remembers the previous Transformers when the Michael Bay movies, you know, when you get to the uh, the original films that these are prequels of, like, yeah. oh yeah, there were some ginormous robots that fought on. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a little know, bit of yeah.
2: that going on. um Yeah, uh, as far as I'm concerned, you know, if they they consider this a reboot, I'm all I'm all for it. It's fine, mm-hmm. but I just love I love me some Transformers, and it, like I always say, in the right hands, anything works. So let's see how this goes it's not yeah. the same director as bumblebee but it's uh okay but it's new, still a different director new director than, than, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, same writer though as bumblebee mm-hmm. so that's cool so'll we'll we see
3: still, as you are and as as, uh, as I'm sure most of our audiences I'm still hopeful for Indiana Jones even though you know initial reviews weren't stellar yeah um, uh, you're, you're, you're pulling up Rotten Tomatoes right I'm gonna now. I'm going to see if it's moved at adjusted. all. Yeah, see if yeah. see if the needle's moved. Let's yeah. see if the needle is moved on that movie. I bet it won't because I mean, that's, uh, there haven't been other releases of the film since the that pre-release last month.
2: Mm. I Were think there? you're probably right. That's probably all we've... Oh, let's see. It's actually gone down a little. Let's see. Uh,
3: <laughs> it's really, oh God, so really the yeah. needle
2: did move, but
3: just the wrong... The, not the way we'd like. <laughs>
2: yeah. Only a couple of new reviews, so I put it at 49. It was at 53 last I checked. Um, okay. so that's pretty low
3: <laughs> what uh what were the uh what was a uh, crystal skull
2: <laughs> in that list what's <laughs> crystal skull was <laughs> higher than this um at no, the time it really? yeah oh, let me let me pull wow. that up All let right. me let me confirm that and that's of course with full review. so maybe that's what what changes but the crystal okay. skull came with uh oh geez that had a 77
1: what i know dude yeah that actually
2: feels like it's been uh something's effed
3: yeah exactly like somebody's playing
2: games the other direction yeah something's effed (laughs) up there because that movie really really sucked uh but anyway listen to this this review made me sad because i don't think it's uh it's just kind of a wrong thing to say this review which is negative says this isn't the goodbye which harrison ford deserves we're not saying goodbye to harrison ford we're just saying yeah, goodbye to yeah. indiana jones okay exactly uh, harrison ford oh, still got God. some golf course to crash his plane into uh, in the future it'll all be fine <laughs> plenty of that yes exactly anyway when is that coming out we got uh june 20 oh 30th ford? it says looks 30th, like well okay. wide, wide release 30th it might be uh select earlier but
3: and anyway. the week before, that Wednesday, we get uh, finally the the new Marvel TV show, Secret Invasion. Finally, like
2: oh, yeah, nothing since forever.
3: She-Hulk last uh, fall yeah. or summer, whenever that was.
2: Too long. They've been working on that. Uh, yeah. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse sitting at 95%. Oh, cool. All right. Good. Good. You're going to have a good time tonight,
1: Brian.
3: I am. Provided I can stay awake. I uh, had a little bit of the old insomnia last night, Scott. I woke up at 1.00 i did this exact thing tell me more did you really yeah yeah I tried to get back to sleep sat there for uh half an hour laying about like you know all right let's just focus on my breathing not think about anything else and it was really knee pain um i did uh I went on a long walk yesterday to,
2: oh i love um, knee pain i don't like the auto tune as much but i really like <laughs> knee pain for it. he's great anyway i'm
3: on a boat yeah <laughs> uh uh but, uh, yeah, the knee pain is uh, making it hard for me to go to sleep. So went out in the other room, put ice on my knee, sat there in the dark for a little while, said, well, I'm wide awake. Let's watch the the finale of Barry because mm-hmm. I'd caught up to everything but the actual final episode. Sure.
2: And, uh, I mean, they, that didn't help. <laughs> did they did they stick to the landing without spoiling anything? Do you think they stuck um, it?
3: It was... It was... Um. It was a...
2: Because I'm nervous. Good
3: ending. Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll say this. It was a good ending. It was, um, uh, a good final season. Maybe it wasn't kind of the thing I was hoping for, for all the, the, the Barry and his, uh, his uh, people in his orbit. Yeah. But, um, you know, because you got Fuchs, you got Noho, you got, uh, Sally, you got, uh, um, anyway it was uh um the very final thing you see is is oh man yeah i want to be careful i'm going to be very careful it's jarring because it's true
2: (laughs) okay all right yeah jarring because it's true interesting jarring because it's true
3: um
2: i'll take I i like that mysterious review i like it yeah yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, I'm not so sure. We're we're about halfway through. We haven't finished the the Ted Lasso season mm. finale. Mm. I loved I loved Ted Lasso, but I'm just not sure I enjoyed this last season mm.
2: as I've much as the heard, previous. I've heard, two uh, I've heard middling things about the final half of that season.
3: Yeah, it's it's a bummer because I really really wanted, really wanted to you know love Ted Lasso going out on a high, and it it didn't feel like it did for me as much. Well, um,
2: you're and then we're still working
3: me. our way through Succession.
2: <laughs> nice. That show's good and addicting, though, isn't it? Succession. Yeah,
3: it is. That final season so far is really good, and uh, it's already going places. Like, a thing that I thought wouldn't happen until later in the final season seems to have happened. And it's, an, it's probably not something that other people were expecting, so it's not a spoiler for me to say that it was...
2: Um, I just finished season one, so I'm I'm just rooting for Cameron. Oh wow! Well, I'm rooting sure. for Cameron. I don't care where oh, things yeah. go. Yeah. I don't know what happens. I just want Cameron I'll to to win. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> I
3: just keep waiting for his scene. Uh, you know. Kendall's gonna keep he's gonna keep calling he's gonna keep calling me he's gonna tell me to come over I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna do it Kendall's gonna keep calling I'm not gonna do it and then he does it
4: it.
2: and also uh, Kieran Culkin I really like your work but in season one you did something nasty to a window and I never never quite got over that so uh, Kieran
3: the the writers for that show must love writing for for uh, uh, his character yeah
2: Um, I forgot his character's name Roman Oh, Roman, that's Roman. A,
3: yeah, Roman. Roman. Yeah. Uh, he is, he consistently delivers the best lines of the show and he delivers them so fantastically.
2: And I know people, you know, I'm always bringing up Fargo whenever I can, but Fargo season two, Karen Culkin's character, which short lived, it's not really a spoiler mm. to say that. Um, <laughs> I guess it kind of is. but Years his, ago, but it's years ago. It's years ago, 2015 that came out, the greatest year ever of entertainment. But anyway, um, his role in that was incredible, <laughs> and I remember at the time thinking, well, let's go with Karen Culkin. This is a whole new world. Like He's really good in this. Holy, holy crap, what's next? And I felt like it took a really long time to see what was next. I'm sure he did other stuff, but Succession yeah. feels like you know, when we finally got him again, which it I guess was like a
3: big gap between those two things. I guess it was oh.
2: only like a year later or two years later that Succession started because we're four seasons into that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so, something like that. But anyway, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Brian's there's our, there's Brian's
3: uh, finale reviews. Nice. <laughs> Still waiting on the finale for Succession. But so far, the final season has been great. Do
2: you think is it stupid to wish for a no-ho Hank spinoff? Is that, is that a bad idea? No, I
3: don't think it's stupid at all. He's such a fantastic character that um, I want, that he's I want that he feels like he's got. I mean, Fuchs is great, kusuno is great, Sally is great. Um, but out of all of those, again, that that group that's that's closest to Barry, he does feel like the character that I uh, would love to know more about.
2: Yep. <laughs> Let's get a better call, Saul spinoff going of No Ho Hank. <coughs> I would love that. Mm-hmm. I'd be super into go. it. Yep. Uh all right, couple quick things. Oh, reminder, the morning form. We'll give it out on Monday. Uh this week's uh question is how many game or how many hours do you game each week? Perfect thing to to remind people about on Diablo 4 Launch Day, uh, or at least early access day for those who already bought the game. Uh go to frogpants.com slash the morning form and fill it out. Your answers don't matter as much as you making sure you enter because then you get a frog pants fun pack in the mail. All right, you get a prize. Uh, if you are chosen from that list, but it's also fun to look at that data. So get in there, check it out, frogpants.com slash the morning form. I got a quick question about a thing that happened. Um, yeah, before
3: before we yeah. get off the morning form, where do you, because you'll, next time we talk about it, you'll have seen the data and mm-hmm. you haven't looked at the data on um, I haven't yet. Where, uh, what people's gaming things, uh, gaming hour habits are. Where do you think people are going to land? Our audience?
2: Uh, uh, there's a nine, I think, what did I say? Ten or more was the final yeah, one. Yeah, I think a lot of that.
3: I think so, too. I see. I predict more than 50 percent in the 10 hours or more per week. Yeah.
2: There's been some thought in my head. I didn't give it enough granularity and I should have, like, said, you know, 80 to 100 hours or something.
3: Right. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's there's going to be people in there. I know there are some dedicated wow raiders in our group that. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. They have to give the time. And, that, and for some Diablo folks, that's going to change overnight yeah. today. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. Their yeah, number. So, gonna, right. So, anyway, uh, get in there. I want to send you guys some free stuff. Um, RK. So, uh, I said RK. I meant OK. RK. I don't, I don't RK know. I said RK. RK. Yeah. What does RK stand for? Uh, really yellow. I don't know. Uh <laughs> Here's here's the deal. I'm in a store parking lot. Do You have Smiths where you are? The Smiths? No, no, but I've but I've heard of them. I've seen them. I've been to them okay. during
3: my during my travels across this great land.
2: That's right. There's some. In, there's one in Vegas we went to. That was pretty fun. That was the one where I went and saw uh, the worst bathroom ever. It was in Vegas, and that guy went, God oh, damn it. it! That was that guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, but anyway, we're in the store parking lot of a local Smiths, and uh, yeah. locals will know what I'm talking about. They're they're very nice. You know, regular chain owned by. I think Kroger owns them now, so they're kind of expanding and all that. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm in the parking lot. You know I've had a few experiences in parking lots that don't make any sense to me. Yes. I got yes. a new one. I'm putting, oh, no. the, I'm, okay. putting the, I'm putting the the cart back because I am a good citizen. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't just leave shit or push no, it and exactly. let it go. Right? Whatever
3: it takes, yeah, you take the cart back, even if it's... In another aisle, whatever you do, the you do the right
2: thing. Right. right there. there are yes. two things you do: you pick up poo when your dog drops it on the walk, yes, and you right. put the cart back in the in the grocery store parking lot. Those are the two yes. things you do as a bare minimum baseline mm-hmm. default. Mm-hmm. Okay, because we live in a society here. We live in a society. <laughs> so um, I'm doing that. I'm putting the cart back. And Good. I'm going to push Put it into it place. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm pushing it in and I'm, and I'm trying to make it, you know, I'm doing like a trying to make it so the things compressed and not sticking out in the road. Mm. Cause they hadn't cleaned, sure. they hadn't come and uh, cleared it in a while. So I was doing that and I was working it. And this guy walks by and he's wearing jorts. Okay. <laughs> and this okay. may not have any
3: already, already I'm, I'm cringing. Okay. it may yeah. have
2: no bearing on what happened. I don't know. Like the jorts are just what he was wearing. So I don't want to make that seem like a big sure, deal, but you know, sure. jorts are a little suspect. I don't always like them. Uh, for some reason, John Jagger has me wearing jorts in the wrestling thing, the Frogman's <laughs> wrestling <laughs> Is thing. <he> really? <laughs> yeah, and he's kept them right. because he just thinks it's funny. But I never wear jorts. Ever.
3: I need to go and watch those. I I feel horrible that I haven't watched any of those. Oh, you
2: should. You you've, you you know, and I have well, been I... kicking ass in that thing. It's a it's have a big... we really okay oh, great yeah. glad to hear it <laughs> big time big time TMS stuff going on. Uh, uh, ran, uh, the the big upsets have been like. Um, Oh, What was it? Right now, my character's being accused of colluding with the enemy or something.
3: Oh, so there's even it's not just the the wrestling part. There's um, there's all the stuff that goes around the wrestling. All like of it. The, all the
2: stories and yeah.
4: you,
3: you're gonna regret the day you that sort of yeah, thing. Oh
2: yeah, and John's commentary like it puts all that into perspective while while we're watching the matches. And it's like the game also has this weird thing where actual WWE people will show up uh and interfere as if it was part of the deal (laughs) so like you might be it's 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 brian i forget your nickname crap but you'll be fighting randy the butcher jordan that's what he's called and he's dressed he's dressed like a butcher when he's in the ring when he's out of the ring he's dressed like a chef so it's like this you know it's a whole thing but anyway you guys are you guys are in there wrestling and fighting and all of a sudden john cena or somebody will show up on the outside of the ring just staring at you and then he'll get in and like fight and like join the fray and then kind of cause the, t- the thing to go a certain way or whatever. And then everyone's like, oh, that's hilarious. Why is John Cena getting involved? And like, John has done this. John Jagger has done this in a way that it all makes sense. And there's a whole story with everything. So it's pretty great.
3: I think uh, it feels like it should be Chris Jericho, but that's, a, that's fine. That's fine.
2: <laughs> Sometimes it's, uh, oh, I forgot his name. I think it might be just current roster wrestlers, and I'm not. Yeah. So, and John Cena is on the cover of that game, so I think that's the only reason he's even in it because I don't think sure. he's wrestling now sure. anymore. I don't think. I think he shows up once in a while to be like,
3: he's too busy John with all Cena. that peacemaker stuff.
2: Yeah, he's yeah. a busy boy. He's got work to do. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we're in the parking oh. lot there. Yes. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, and as I'm pushing these in, shoving it into the place, guy walks by and jorts and goes, "Squandered opportunity." And then keeps walking.
3: <laughs> oh, no. Not another one of these, like, what yeah. did
2: he mean? So oh. I turn around and, and he said, squandered opportunity. It wasn't like I misheard, you yeah. know, it's not like frog piss or cheese yeah, bucket yeah, or something like that. Gas or. Yeah, none of that. No park gas, no whatever. explosive tip. It was exactly squandered opportunity.
3: Could it? Could it be, Scott, though, the Raylan Givens thing? Like you mishear one person, it's probably on them. You go through your whole life mishearing a dozen people, maybe it's you.
2: Okay, so this is a fair point. And I thought about this. And I do have this thing. Yeah. Um, I should probably take in like an ADHD like proper test. Cause I do have this thing where people will say things, and it's not that I don't hear like Kim will say something. It's not that I don't hear her say it. Like, my hearing is fine. Uh It's that my translation of what she said gets funky. She'll she'll say something like, do you feed the dogs? And I'll say, fairy hogs? Like, to me in my head, (laughs) I just hear... I hear it the way I kind of it's, want to hear it. It's weird. Or it's,
3: or it's more that you yeah, I'll take the dogs out or something like that, right? Like it's, it's, you're hearing her say, feed the dogs, and you're says, dogs, dogs. I'll yeah. Take the dogs for a walk. Yeah. Okay. I'll take the dogs, yeah, for, a take the yes, dogs yes, for a walk. Right. Yeah. I'll take the dogs for a walk. She's
2: like, that's not what I asked. Like, it's that kind of thing. And I yes. think that, th- I think that may be a play here. I'm totally willing to admit <laughs> I that. I
3: can't say that I don't see it here every once in a while. Oh, of but- course. <laughs>
2: of course. I do it on shows. I have, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's a shock it doesn't happen even more. So, yeah. uh, I looked at him and I said, "Excuse me," or I said, "Excuse me," more of a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just shook his head and kept walking. Shook his head and kept. Oh,
3: walking. Oh, really? Like not even like worth I'm the not time talking me to explain
2: it. I'm not going to tell him what squandered opportunity means. <sighs> so now I don't know. I got another mystery.
3: Squandered opportunity.
2: So what do you think that is? I got a cart. Let's 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 reassemble the the aspects. I got a cart. What are you wearing? Uh. <laughs> What was sounds I wearing?
3: Like, sounds like my obscene phone call uh, <laughs> script. But uh, oh, I was wearing that. shirt. I say it just like that, by the way, when I call somebody. What are you wearing? I
2: was wearing a short sleeve shirt with. Uh, uh, it was a button down, though. It's okay. what I had on the show yesterday. I can't remember how it looks. Oh, yeah,
3: it was like a gray. Uh, gray, yeah, gray but
2: gray. it had you know a little bit of plaid or not plaid, but like a pattern.
3: But but yeah, yeah, striped. Okay.
2: Um, right. and I was wearing regular. <laughs> I
3: only remember this because I had to look at your. I was looking at your core daily, and and like your. Uh, it's like oh yeah, that's the same shirt you wore. Like he's got him in both. Uh, <laughs>
2: both. The yeah, you know, shots. I, I got it. What I do sometimes is I will t- I will pre take my photo for I heard you have
3: one of you eating an apple Uh, I did that did that today
2: yeah and the other the funny thing is I sometimes do it the day before and then realize oh shit I'm wearing the same shirt in this shot so it's stupid
3: (laughs) nobody nobody's paying attention to that no no I don't think anyone noticed he just paid attention to it
2: yeah it's all good uh so anyway okay uh I'm just uh, so so what else button
3: button up shirt right plaid shirt kind of thing
2: cargo shorts and a pair of uh Reebok running shoes
3: okay Oh, and a hat. I had one of these on.
2: I had one of my only hats that fit me in the world, uh, yeah. Under Armour hats.
3: you Under Armour hats. Yeah. Um, all right. So what opportunities <laughs> right? were available to you?
2: <laughs> Did I squander?
3: <laughs> that you squandered. Like, does he think you should have, like, taken that cart and, and zing, send it down the... Uh, send it down the aisle uh, down the, uh, the 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 parking lot aisle at high speed
2: do like a full uh, jackass uh, intro moment or something like know, that yeah, yeah.
3: squandered opportunity
2: that's actually not bad i don't mind that theory that's pretty good
3: i don't think so i don't think that that's i don't think that's something that somebody assumes somebody else is gonna do like i yeah. can't believe you didn't just take that shopping cart and fire it down the <laughs> parking lot at
2: high speed so this guy was mid Probably mid 40s, if that has any impact as far as like, you know, what okay. generational impact any of this has. Um, what else is he
3: wearing? So, Jorts, what's what's going on up top? Uh,
2: up top, we got a uh, salmon colored, um, uh, what do you call it? A polo shirt. Like a polo. Okay. All right. I don't know if it had the logo or not, but it was like short sleeve collar, uh, yeah. salmon looking shirt. Cowboy jorts. hat? No cowboy hat. Okay, I don't know why I was visualizing this guy
3: with a cowboy hat and jorts. Sandals. Only...
2: Sandals looked like, no socks in the sandals, but it looked like my my uh, Keens, a little bit like those open-toe okay, Keen-type yeah. sandals. Yep. Um, okay. And he was walking. Well, I didn't follow him all the way, so I'm not sure which car he turned out, but it looked like it was this new, uh, the, you know the new Bronco, the orange Bronco? Oh, yeah. he was, yeah. It looked like he was pulling.
3: Futuristic-looking thing, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Underpowered apparently by all Squandered accounts.
3: Opportunity, dang it! Uh, See
2: right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So once again, we open it to the audience. No one in the chat has a good idea. Not okay, you...
3: all right. I have a theory. Okay, Here's go. Oh, let's theory. do it. Let's
2: do it. All right, all right. Um, uh, he had
3: headphones on and he was he was on a call with somebody yeah. and he was replying to them. And when you said "excuse me," he didn't want to take the time to explain. I'm on a call. He just said. Just shook his head and kept walking like, nope, nope, oh, not talking to you. This isn't
2: bad. This is actually pretty good because I don't recall seeing the earbuds, but they could have been there. Or it could have been just a one, one-off one blue-tubey. blue mm-hmm. Bluetooby blue <laughs> yes. Sure. A blue in his, in his one ear or something. Uh
3: uh-huh.
2: That's entirely possible. And then me going, excuse me, is like him going, ah, freaking not you. No, 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 it's not you. Not you. Don't worry about yeah, it. And yeah, and he's having like a real yeah. business crisis moment or something on his phone. Right,
3: exactly. Some, some you know. One of his uh, employees just completely blew a, a great sales potential lead, and
2: oh, squandered. Damn, team. dude! I think you may have just Sipowicz this. Well it's done. It's a
3: bummer because it, you know, not having anything to do with you means it's a very boring. It's it comes super to be a Very boring
2: yeah. answer. But yeah, it's very it's like, boring. At least with like explosive tip and stuff, these people are looking at me.
3: Yes, right. you know, rolling down their window. Fuck <laughs> <Right>. yeah! yeah. <laughs>
2: In this case, he's just walking. So I think yeah, Brian yeah. is on to something. <laughs> All right.
3: I drove somebody yesterday. We're a twenty-two minute ride, right? All the way from from uh my part of town to the other side of downtown Denver. Mm. And um uh things are, you know, quiet. I've I've got a uh, a playlist that really is just playing like classic rock, heart, Led Zeppelin. Um acdc Def leopard kind of that sort of thing so like the sure. harder edge but not like it doesn't go into the, the speed metal or anything like that yeah it's like mainstream it's like
2: hard rock from that era,
3: mainstream sure. hard rock etc yeah and all of a sudden i hear the one that the back go "Ah, oh, jeez!" and i'm like <laughs> i turn the music down i'm like are you all right everything okay she's like oh i'm sorry i have headphones and i'm watching
2: a game show oh so <laughs> So it wasn't you and your music choices.
3: It wasn't me and my music, but it was a silent ride for like, you know, twenty one minutes. We we're we we're a block away from where I'm dropping her off and she goes, Oh jeez. Like <laughs>
2: What like, happened? When, it's when, something you did? I love it. Yeah, it was
3: like a song. A new song just came on. I can't even remember what it was, but a new song just came on, and, and she, you know, it was like, oh, I can skip it if you want, but now she's just watching a game show. I don't know what you are like. Ah, oh,
2: geez, Ken Jennings, how could you miss that question? <laughs> she didn't get into detail about what show it was, did she? Oh,
3: what it was. So I was Ipswich cleaner.
2: Oh, if she did that, you would have. I would have. I would have tipped her. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Absolutely. she gets a tip today. That's amazing. Um, well, that's great. I'm, uh, I was, But not a weirdo. You don't have any, enough weirdos, man, with you driving. I know. I know. So it's, been, it's been great. I've,
3: got, uh, uh, I've been having some luck. I had that same ride, by the way, as I'm dropping her off. So I've got to cross Colfax Avenue, which is this a rush hour, busy, busy, busy. I see a window. I have to turn left, go into the side street, turn left, and there's a guy crossing the street. And so I stop and wait for him. He's crossing... Parallel to Colfax, so, yeah. so I've got my window. I've got to get out my butt out of the oncoming traffic, but there's time, and he, he looks at me like he's expecting me to be pissed off that he's going to walk in front of me, and he he makes eye contact with me, and he doesn't stop making eye contact with me as he's walking past because I'm not stopping staring at him too because he's staring at me. Oh my god! So the whole time I'm waiting for him to cross. He's got his headphones and his sunglasses, and he's just following, (laughs) looking at me the whole time. Like he's expecting me to roll down my window and go,
1: get out of the way. I'm like,
3: I'm just waiting for you to cross. I mean, it would have been nice if you would have waited two seconds you have right away but it would be nice if you would waited two seconds so i could get my butt out of traffic but you had right away Mm -hmm. and you you know you've you've earned that right as a pedestrian
2: you were like uh maggie simpson and that weird baby with the eyebrows (laughs) totally
3: it was exactly that like just this like like just you know, two staring at each other, locked, deadlocked in a in a staring contest. Who's gonna flinch?
2: Did he say squandered opportunity? As he, crossed the <laughs> he didn't. Oh, that's Did. a shame. Had these
3: big old headphones, these big old beats on his ears. Oh yeah, sunglasses.
2: that's what I wore this morning, looking like a big weirdo out there. Had my big old Did fatties you? on. Yeah, it's yeah. great. I like a little noise isolation when I can take the dog around the park.
3: Oh, for know? sure. That's what I love about the new AirPods Pro. Yeah. Is the uh the sound isolation is boss. And then if I'm around other people or if I know the path is busy, there could be bikes, I turn it on to transparency and it works great too. Yeah,
2: that's the way to do it. I have a pair of yeah. uh earbuds that do that from Raycon and then I have uh, what do I oh and then and the brand of the big fatties I got are the um anchor anchor sound cores oh sure yeah which were mm-hmm. so much cheaper than any other version of these yeah uh, i hear great things about those yeah they're great so much cheaper great sound i love them they're great highly recommend yeah. them uh okay quick text before we move on to today's uh, yes. uh read this with amy uh actually maybe i'll save this because we want enough time with her you know what? Sure. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna save this text okay. for the end of the show. All right. Sounds and good. Instead, we're gonna call Amy right now and get this I'm gonna going. Start
3: creating my post on
2: quicktms.li for read this for June first. Yeah. You guys, we do that every day, so you have this little extra bonus thing. You know? Exactly. So don't don't miss out. Don't skip out. Don't. Yeah, don't don't, you know, don't walk past this staring at it uncomfortably. Don't miss this opportunity.
1: One of the things that I enjoy also is reading.
2: Well, look what we got here it's our favorite reading buddy uh amy robinson also known as red fraggle three wherever she goes on the internet amy welcome back to the show
1: well hello Hi. thank you so much how are you and it's how good was, to have
2: you back yeah how was graduation Hi. how'd that go for uh, oh you know boy? what
5: it went really great i was like after talking with you guys i was like man have I made a mistake by <laughs> by forcing my kid to go to this? Am I making myself miserable?
4: Yeah.
5: No. They had it. It, it was actually a pretty small graduating class uh, because it, the school is a relatively new school. It's a STEM school. Mm. Um, so they only had about 250 kids graduating. And so we had it in like, it was almost like a hall of a con- convention center. In fact, it was the hall of a convention center. Mm. So imagine, you know, the the area where you would have like a panel or whatever at a, at a con. It was like that. And then they started at 10 o'clock, like, bam, right on the money. They started playing Pomp and Circumstance at 10 o'clock on the dot. And they were done by 11. It was Amazing! Wow,
3: that's wow. the way was, to do it. That is efficient. like really well the done. unicorn, yeah. <laughs> the unicorn of uh, graduation ceremonies.
2: Yeah, I would right? I would have yeah. loved that for my kids. All three of them sucked. They're mm-hmm. all too long and horrible and sweaty and hot yeah. and lame. That's that's amazing. Do you think it's because you live in Georgia and Georgia is known for being hot, sticky, and gross? And uh, mm. you just are sort of like, get in, get out, folks. We know we know you've got to get back to your AC. Let's get out of here, like that.
5: Oh no. Um, In fact, I think some of the bigger schools are actually in the arena proper. Um, Mm. So yeah, no, I think it was just because we had the benefit of being at a a smaller school. And so they were able to like get us in, get us out. And they were also like everyone in our County, which, you know, Georgia has a lot of counties, but you know, we have Gwinnett is one of the largest counties in Georgia. And, every single one of Gwinnett schools had their graduation ceremony at that same arena. So they were very like, you could go on their website and see all the different, time slots mm. for any different school or whatever some, some of
3: those graduations are actually even still going on now uh, three days later <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So well, not they, yeah. yeah
5: they might be because i remember you know some parents were talking about like oh what day are you uh,
2: you know that kind of thing mm. randall so. jepson randall jepson and then gets up there <laughs> takes his thing oh they go on forever dude i hate him hate him yeah anyway well wow, i'm glad you're back really, you survived they were really
5: it. snappy and the kids got to do the cute thing where they threw their hats and everything and mm. yeah it was great it was it's it cool. was good stuff and we we all got to take pictures with my my goofy kid and <laughs> um and then he probably went off to you know several graduation parties and whatnot
4: you
2: so, should post these yeah, pictures so can, i can see what you're on. i've never seen this kid i want to see what he looks like you should post it somewhere I want oh to
5: see. yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah i I, I posted a bunch of them to instagram but yeah' i'll i'll i'll, uh, I'll send you the link to them because yeah there's a yeah, he's very tall. He's he's not he's not tall by your standards, but for, oh. to me, he's tall. He's <laughs> he's as tall as Chuck. He's I have one,
2: very so. very high right. standards for height. So yes, yeah. we're
3: very vertically high standards. <laughs>
5: right.
2: Uh, awesome. I would yeah.
5: like to lodge a complaint.
4: Oh my oh gosh. gosh! I used to have okay. music for that. Right. Let me see if I can find What I do? do? What uh, I do this time?
2: No, Let's see.
5: no, no. Neither one of you guys. I'm just.
2: That's the complaint. It would have been funny if you would have played that over her. Yeah, I know. Right over (laughs) her complaint. Then she'd she'd have two complaints, Brian, (laughs) two. Right. Exactly. Anyway.
5: I would like to complain on behalf of y'all's gender. Oh, all right. Um, right. And, but like, this is one of those, like, I'm talking to two guys who I know would never do this, Mm -hmm. but. Yeah. So as <laughs> I know, Scott has seen. I we we got our our pottery wheel and it's all installed down there and everything. And I'm like, oh, this will be fun. I'll just open up a stream and then people can come and hang out with yeah. me and watch me throw pottery. And I haven't quite figured out a regular time to do this or whatever. But it seems like eh, there's a there's a smattering of interest. So sure. I figured, eh, sure, whatever. So I open up my Twitch stream and I've got like Claire is following me and Bob bats is following me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just yeah. the, the yeah. usual suspects. And I've literally only told the tadpool about this. Right. You know, I haven't like put it out to the world.
3: Right. You've at, just, at just announced it in the discord and said, Hey, I'm doing a stream. If you guys want to come watch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
5: Exactly. So I get on and I see, I have one, one viewer, and I was like, oh, hello, how's it going, you know, and person throws me, you know, it's Twitch, so they throw me some bits or whatever it's called. Sure. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. And, uh, and then they said, outfit check. And (gasps) I was like, oh, haha, because, you know, I mean, I'm in my overalls and covered with mud. Yeah, I mean, this is like, your
3: pottery. This is not uh you're not going to wear your sequined uh evening
1: gown to this.
5: Exactly. Sure. Exactly. And and I mean I look a mess, right? Like I have no makeup on. My hair's piled up on top of my head. I'm I, I'm it's a messy business throwing mm. pots. And so I was like, "Oh, haha, yep, these are my favorite overalls." And I should also mention, you guys know me, you've met me. You know, I'm chubby and I've I've got the way that I have my phone. I ha- I just have it set up on my phone right now. It's kind of propped up there. Mm. It's not the most flattering angle. You can kind of see a little bit of my 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 belly, or you know, this mm. is because that's frankly that's I use a lot of that to get body weight into throwing the pots, which is to my oh, advantage. Sure.
4: Uh, <laughs> I get that. But
5: um, but anyway, sure so. so not a flattering angle. I don't look good. I you know I'm like clearly not there for you know people to look at me and tell me how cute i am <laughs> right. um i'm like no look at the look at the clay uh and then this this person says legs check thirty dollars
2: oh god thirty dollars <laughs> <$30? laughs>
5: I, I went ew no sir this is <laughs> not that kind of strange. this is the same dude and
2: by I- the way same guy
5: yeah yeah, yeah, I mean, literally, I only had one viewer the whole time. <laughs> like, oh,
2: man. So,
5: and I'm going, and and I would have banhammered him, but my hands are covered in clay. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, I didn't think I would need a mod. Because, like, I mean, who the hell am I, right? right. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to get, like, you know, hundreds of viewers in there where I need somebody, I need a mod with a banhammer. Oh, no, I need a mod with a banhammer, because why Apparently are men... So.
2: Yeah, you know what? It's okay. So, obviously, you know, it's it's easy to look at this and go, ah, men, which I know you're not doing because you're not lumping everybody into that. But there is more of this. Okay, take it from somebody who has now done a full month and a week on YouTube. I've switched over. Mm -hmm. First as an experiment, now long term. I get so much less weird shit over here. Mm.
3: Oh, really? Than on uh, Twitch? I get more engagement.
2: Yeah. I've had more views. I get more people in here for TMS in the morning. I get a bunch of other reasons why it's been a good move, but I don't get any of the spam. I don't get ASCII penises. <laughs> I don't get all that stuff I used to get on Twitch all the time. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying the Twitch isn't like, you know...
3: You're throwing out a challenge to the tadpole to send yeah, you asking me this. Right. 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 Yeah, you that's know, true. Right? No. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very good point. Well, I, would it-
5: love to, <laughs> I would love to stream here on YouTube, but I yeah. don't have enough followers, you see. So, oh, you need a certain number like- to be able to do it? Yeah, and yeah. same thing on. Oh, here come the ASCII penis. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, I think <laughs> the Doctor <laughs> Calhoun is the first one.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. What right? the heck? Look, and the, I don't um, even
3: know. I don't even know what. what, what do you
2: forget sh- your Hippocratic
5: Oath? how do I know it was a guy? Because guys are the only ones who do this. Women <laughs> don't do
2: this. I'm sorry.
5: We all know.
3: I it have
4: was been. A guy. Yeah.
5: I have been complimented and hit on by a lesbian before. It is not that icky like I'm entitled I, I put in money and out comes sex
2: yeah thing. but also it's, leg yeah, check like dude. who says leg check or Me whatever real. who says right. that mm-hmm. you freaking weirdos yeah. so I'm not saying this is not I'm not trying to slam twitch with this I'm just saying there's a cultural difference going mm-hmm. on over there and a lot of these are like 13 year old boys I don't know why they don't don't what's what's that one Um, the twitch based all their like bits off of and everything oh, uh, oh chatterbait yeah. is that it Chatterbait, don't go Chattery rushing over bit, there yeah. to see this, everybody. If you're at work or whatever, don't go there. Yeah. But basically, it's you know, it's Twitch for naked people doing all right. sorts of debauchery. <laughs> yeah. he should right. just go there. Wait,
1: wait, sure, you go there. have you
5: plenty that's of leg exactly, checks. That was exactly my point. Was I was like, do I look like OnlyFans to you? Yeah. Like yeah. I'm exactly, a four-year-old yeah. chubby lady covered in mud. Like, <laughs> which I realize the covered in mud part thing. is not. You know? But
4: yeah. But it's still,
5: I'm like, no. And then after I even said, I was like, ew, no, sir. This is not that kind of stream. He <laughs> didn't leave. He still just hung around. And finally, I was like, oh, no, my yeah. phone's going to die. Uh, you know, and yeah. I clicked. Yeah, and you're probably I, I like, good.
3: Couldn't happen soon enough.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so that's my complaint. But I, I mean, and a lot of people are like, oh, sounds like you were on the internet. I know. I get it. But first of all, this shows a number of things. Number one, it doesn't matter how provocatively we're dressed, or not yeah. in my case. It doesn't matter. It, it, it like it literally does not matter what the circumstances are. Women yeah. are gonna receive this kind of shit.
4: Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. everywhere
5: yeah. we go, everywhere. It's it happens all over the place. Women get like accosted at gas stations and people don't believe that this happens believe well the reason they happens.
2: don't believe it so here's 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 something i learned the hard way um i used to be that way where i'd be like is this really how is this happening i, I never see this and then it dawned on me just because you're not doing it doesn't mean it doesn't happen a and b mm-hmm. you're not there mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. how would i know if it happens or doesn't happen and how do yeah. I know? I believe the women around me who tell me it happens. And sure enough, I, I, you know what I always, this is so this is so weird. I, I've talked about this before when I drive like by a gas station, I see a bunch of kids out skateboarding and I just want to go scare them. It's a weird instinct. <laughs> I don't know why I have it. We've talked to Wendy about it. This doesn't make any sense. But I, I'm always in this mode of like, I just want somebody out there in public to try something and I want to witness it. I don't want them to do it. But if they do it, I want to witness it. Mm-hmm. Like them cat calling somebody or creeping up on some girl, something so that I can, well, I need to pop off. <laughs> I want to like it's go. Funny.
5: It's funny. You say that Scott. So what I said to Chuck later, when I told him the story, I said, so the lesson here, I was like, Scott seemed like he was genuinely interested in watching me throw pottery. So what I need to do is a find a time when Scott's available yep. and then Scott can come watch my stream. And then some, creep comes in there and then scott will kick his ass like, that's <laughs> yeah. what i need to do yeah
2: i would i mean I, I would only be able to do it virtually but i'd love i i i have uh, and i think this is true of, i think this is true of brian all of us would would leap to defend our our sisters and friends without a doubt 100 yes, percent. you exactly. guys are all like our yeah. sisters it would piss us off to no end but it just never seems to happen in front of me and i just want to like freaking I want to jump through your stream and grab whoever that was. The problem is, I jump through your stream and sure. find out it's some 12 year old turd yeah. whose parents aren't yeah. paying attention to what he's doing online. And then I'm going to be like, oh, well, that's a systematic problem. And then my brain will go different places. But I just want to smack somebody who's being an ass. I just want to do it. Mm-hmm. I want to get physical. My, What's that about? Why is that thing? My son gets
5: so tired of me, like, telling him this stuff. And, like, I send him TikToks all the time of crap like this happening. I was like, if you ever do this, I will absolutely <laughs> wallop you in the back of the head. Like, yeah. I, I don't care how tall you are. I'll get a step stool and hit, go up there and hit you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So...
2: Well, that's good. Anyway. I think I, I appreciate the uh, uh, the discussion. I think it's a good one to have once in a while. So uh, you yep. should do it. The point is, you should do it more. Um, I didn't know when you went live, or I would have gone. I would yeah, love to see that. That would have been that. cool. I would love to see it too. Yeah. yeah.
5: Yeah. Well, so like like I say, I need to I need to find. I'm going to talk to you guys because I need to find a time once good. Um, and you know, I mean. I was kind of hoping I think Dunaway was actually live at the time and I was like, Oh, mm. this is cool because I know he fought, we follow each other. Right. And I was like, Maybe he'll he'll send me a raid or something, that would be fun. Sure. But yeah, yeah like I- I'll find a time and and actually, you know, set something up and, and yeah, we'll get I'll, more tadpullers you know, in there and then and
2: we, and we can that. screw yeah. yeah, then we can we can we can chase those bastards out of there when they show exactly. up. Yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> just bring the band hammer and all that and then you guys can watch <laughs> me, you know, play with clay. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, but we have a book. We have a, book. a
2: book. Oh man, oh, yeah. yeah, we got to get to this book. Let's do it. Uh, did, yeah. we got a clip for this book? Do you want to set anything 12 up? Twelve seconds. Tell us about the book. No, <laughs> <just
5: kidding. laughs> yeah. So um, this book is uh, it's it's a post-apocalyptic. I would call it speculative fiction. More oh. so, it, it was uh, classified as sci-fi, but I would actually call it speculative fiction, and uh, it's. Uh, It's kind of scarily prescient.
2: Mm. I I like that kind of fiction, so I bet this is something I'll like. Here we go. I'm hitting play.
0: Stars casting their cool, pale, glinting light. You couldn't see so many stars when I was little, my stepmother says to me. She stands still and small, looking up at the broad sweep of the Milky Way. She and I have gone out after dark to take the washing down from the clothesline. The day has been hot, as usual, and we both like the cool darkness of early night. There's no moon, but we can see very well. The sky is full of stars. The neighborhood wall is a massive looming presence nearby. I see it as a crouching animal, perhaps about to spring, more threatening than protective. But my stepmother is there, and she isn't afraid. I stay close to her. I'm seven years old. I look up at the stars in the deep black sky. Why couldn't you see the stars? I ask her. Everyone can see them. City lights she says. Lights, progress, growth, all those things were too hot and too poor to bother with anymore. There are city lights now, I say to her. They don't hide the stars. She shakes her head. There aren't anywhere near as many as there were. Kids today have no idea what a blaze of light cities used to be, and not that long ago. I'd rather have the stars, I say. The stars are free. She shrugs. I'd rather have the city lights back myself. The sooner the better, but we can afford the stars. She sounds like Gina Torres.
5: Mm. So uh, the narrator's name is Lynn Thigpen. That is definitely not Gina Torres. if you don't know her by name, if you looked her up on IMDb, you'd go, oh yeah, I know her. She's a great character actress. Um, I was immediately thrown back to my childhood, wherein she was the host of the children's game show, Where in the World is Carmen Villegas.
2: Oh, <laughs> I know her. Right. So, okay, Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. awesome. She's in all sorts of cool awesome. stuff. Yeah. She yeah. was in... Um, I don't know, I'm thinking of something else. Anyway, she's great. I like her a lot. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Indeed. And that was one of the more comforting and uh, unsettling, all, at the same time, parts of... Of This book, uh, the, the name of the book is Parable of the Sower by Octavia Butler, and it was written, oh, rather I should say it was published in, I believe, 1993, 98, sometime around in there, so in the 90s, yep, 93, mm. and it is oddly prescient. Like, it starts next year. It starts in 2024. 2024. Okay. And, this was Interesting. Right. Yep. And because due to, you know, uh, the shrinking middle class, climate change, uh, you know, economic collapse, all sorts of other things, we're in a post-apocalyptic hellscape. Uh, most people who are in what we would now call middle class or rather what they call middle class, we would have called living in poverty. Uh, But, you know, now if you get to live in a walled neighborhood or something like that, then, you know, you're considered rich. Uh, And they live in a walled community. They've been kept safe the whole time. Her father's a minister. And, you know, then things start going wrong, even within their, their walled community.
2: This sounds great. This sounds like my jam. I'm into it. It
5: does. It does. It would be, and it's, it is very dark. I'm not going to lie. I, I had a hard, it, this is a hard read. It is not, it this is not an easy, like pick it up and flip through it in a weekend at the beach book. This is, <laughs> this book takes <laughs> heavy, some heavy work. Heavy stuff. Indeed. Yeah. And it's, it's actually a two book series. Uh, the name of the series is Earthseed. Mm. And in this is what's really super creepy in the sequel uh which is called parable of the talents there is a presidential candidate who runs on the slogan make america great again
2: oh lovely what year was that what year was it it uh, published was it a long time
5: ago (laughs)
4: 1998
2: i think geez i mean technically uh who had uh reagan ran on on a similar slogan or something so it's possible it's like a a Mm. thing of that Mm because yeah common (laughs) yeah trump didn't trump didn't make that up i don't think but he sure made it uh if whatever it is now it's it's Um,
5: really quite it's quite frightening like he's you know a religious zealot and they you know they they just plunge us even further into a dystopian nightmare and uh yeah, it's it's uh, it's oddly and frighteningly prescient. There's also there's a there's an interesting piece in there where her character has what she calls hyper empathy, and so she literally feels other people's pain, and frankly, she can feel their pleasure as well. Uh, hubba but hubba. yeah, and so there are some horrifying things to go along with that because it's very difficult to defend yourself when you're going to feel whatever you're going to inflict on somebody else. Right.
2: So claims the, uh, the, the, or sorry, the Amazon listing for this says that it is um, young adult fiction zone. Do you, what, what do you think like cutoff age should be for, for a book oh, like this? That's what goodness. they're saying. I, they're saying teen, yeah. teen, young fiction, 10 to 12 grade, but I don't know.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem with my my you know my teenager reading this. So probably it any like high school age. Okay. I think they would be fine. But I certainly wouldn't give it to younger kids than right. that. Right. Right. Um mm. because there's some there's some graphic horrific stuff in here. Mm. Um you know, I mean it's an apocalypse. It's
2: It's what you're supposed to do in an apocalypse, uh, yeah. Right. No, nobody yeah, ever had an apocalypse where everybody was all soft and white gloves, you know. <laughs> right it's rough business
5: right, right.
3: yeah yeah it's, it's called apocalypse for a reason that's right
5: mm-hmm.
2: yeah um hmm.
5: yeah so it does it, it like i say it's a little hard it does drag along uh, a little bit at times uh there are some conversations the main character it's is uh the narrator so it's it's told in the first person and it sort of reads like her diary and there are times when she's having conversations with other characters and she's developed this entire other philosophy, religion, whatever you want to call it. Mm. And there are points in the book where she's having a conversation with another character strictly to kind of hit you over the head with her philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, but, okay. you know, it's not, but, but, but it's there, not it's, there's nothing. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was to me, but that's because I have, I have a, I have, I have trauma around that, <laughs> around books that hit you over the head with philosophy. <coughs> oh, um so
4: sure yeah sure um
2: Um, i noticed she's also she's written a bunch of star trek novels that's cool i didn't Mm -hmm. know that yeah
5: Yeah, she became a very prolific sci-fi writer uh so so yeah but i like i say i we didn't really have back in the 90s we didn't have anything we called speculative fiction but Mm -hmm. i would definitely put this under that category because it's I mean, there is there's some science in there because she she explains the aspect of hyper empathy in a scientific way. And she's, you know, aspiring to get uh, human beings up to the stars, that kind of thing. Like, oh, we've screwed this planet. Let's go to another one. Uh, That kind of thing. So there's a sci fi element to it. But I would definitely much more call it speculative fiction because it's like near future apocalypse
2: cool um she wrote child of venus someone else recommended child of venus to me i'm gonna have to dig deeper into her work because this sounds all like my jam i like all this stuff Mm -hmm. you've, you've said uh and the darker the better with my apocalypse so let's do it um fantastic go check this out available where all books and audio books are available and uh, you'll, maybe she'll, at the end of that read, uh, eight-hour read or whatever, she'll tell you where Carmen San, San Diego is in the world. <laughs> right? <laughs> finally, yeah. that question will finally be answered will finally us. find out. Uh, Amy, it's always good talking to you. I hope you have a fantastic week. And uh, throw more pottery and more people out of your chat room who suck.
5: Right? Yeah, for real. Well, um, I want to mention real quick before you kick me off. Uh, yep. We have a couple more spots yeah. for the Tadpool Southeast meetup. So get on in there. Look at the, if if the last time you looked at the sign up, it looked like it was full. Uh, We have changed venues slightly. So we have a couple more slots. So, Come on and join us. Nice. Yeah, that
3: new venue looks amazing with the
5: air hockey right?
3: table, pool table, uh, video game, sit down video game thing. Like, this is going to be a blast.
5: Awesome. Yeah, we're going to have a good, good time. It's going to be fun. And as Brian just alluded to, we have we have Brian and his lovely wife, Tina, coming. That's
4: right. Yep. So,
5: uh, yeah. So, come and join us. Have fun. Uh, tiny URL. Sl- uh, dot com slash S-E Tadpool.
2: Nice. I'm jealous. I'm going to be right. in Moab being all hot and sweaty and you guys are going to be playing video games in a cool We're we'll going to
3: be day. in uh, <laughs> Nashville being, being all being hot, hot and
4: sweaty. Yeah, I guess you'll yeah. be hot and sweaty either way.
2: We're all going to be hot and sweaty. Maybe yeah. a little sweatier where you are, I guess. But um, yeah. Anyway, it sounds like a blast. Go check that out. That's on our Discord. If you're not part of it already, frogpants.com slash Discord. Amy, have a great week. We'll see you next time.
3: Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, We're running a little late, so we're going to get right to it. Wendy will be here after this, and we'll kick into uh, this week's email, which is going to be fantastic. So stick around for that. But Brian, first, you got to play a little music. I can't just make this thing happen without it. No, you can't. We need something to ease into the second half
3: of the show. Let's go to Santa Barbara, California, for a band called Versus the World. Look, if you like your '90s punk pop punk, your Blink, your Sum Forty One, your your stuff like that, your Lagwagon, Good Riddance. Actually, this features members of Lagwagon and Good Riddance. They have a brand new album called "The Bastard Lives Forever." Bastards live forever. The band is called Versus the World. Here is the single. Going out for smokes.
1: Style, space, functionality. The 2023 Chevrolet Traverse is a great option for people with
2: disabilities. It was designed with purposeful solutions that help make driving more
1: accessible, so you can get through the day comfortably and efficiently no matter where you need to go. Chevy Accessibility, engineered to go forward. Learn more at chevy.com accessibility. Remember, no cigarette hangover means more smoking pleasure. Yes for America's finest cigarettes. Oh, for Philip <whistles> Billy Brown, the smoothest coolest guy in town.
2: All right, we've returned. Who is who the heck was that?
3: That is a band called Versus the World. A brand new album is called The Bastards Live Forever. And the song is Going Out for Smokes. That sounds all right.
2: Especially, all if, you're right. Smoking, you know? Especially if you're into smoking, you know? Get out there. Especially if
3: you're into smoking. That album is good if you're a smoker. Yeah,
2: uh-huh. only if you're a smoker, though. All right? If you don't right, smoke, yes. forget it. No,
3: um, no, forget it. Because that, that song will make
2: you start. And once you start, you can't you stop. You can't stop.
6: Wendy. I mean, uh, uh, random. Not a chance.
2: Hey, look who it is. My sister, hey. Wendy. Uh, she's here. Hi, Wendy. What are you doing? Hi. How's life?
6: Uh, good, good, good. Life's good. Uh,
2: it is good. Uh, two things happened this week. They were a bit of a miracle. Wendy's technical uh, hang-ups uh, were, were abound. All right, let me tell you what happened. First oh, really? of all, she kept trying to send me a picture of her son uh, who looked like Bjorn Borg. And it never happened. It just <laughs> wouldn't work for some reason. We just couldn't get it to work. And then yeah. it worked. So not only did that work, that was great. And then this week's email, which we, we were sure we had seen, would went completely missing, somehow found it again. So everything's coming up windy, you know? Yeah,
6: I'm not losing it is what I take from this.
2: Yeah, you should. Uh, of course, also a professional therapist helps people all the time with their problems and comes on Thursdays and helps you with yours and sometimes ours Mm -hmm. depends, you know, Mm -hmm. often as it should be as it should (laughs) be. So this thing that we, that you sent me is a beast, uh, of a story, it's about five, uh, five, I almost said hours, five minutes, (laughs) 41 seconds long. Um, but worth reading. Now I'm having I'm not reading it. I'm having a robot named Sam read it from 11 uh, labs.io. Uh, we're using an AI today to uh, read this. It'll sound just like an audiobook to people at home, so just be warned it isn't me or Brian reading this. Uh, Wendy, do you want <laughs> to say anything about it before I start it or just go?
7: Oh, it's it'll explain itself.
2: All right. It goes sure. places everybody. Enjoy this.
7: Dear Wendy, I've been waiting to write in until I was sure I knew enough about the situation. My wife and I have four couple friends that have known each other for over 20 years. We're the new couple. The other couples have known each other longer than that. We've raised our kids together, attended the same church together, and have faced our toughest times together. We are 3 a.m. friends. Until COVID, the men used to meet every other week at a sports bar and grill to hang out, but to mostly check in with each other. We are great friends who actually share our problems, emotions, and solutions. On May tenth, twenty 2021... One of the wives was diagnosed with stage 4 colon cancer that had spread to her liver at the age of 49. Get your colonoscopies, people. Two days later, we all brought various flavors of ice cream, shared hugs, and then were told no more crying. Six days later, they met with the oncologist to discuss plans. Three days later, they flew to Dallas to watch a Texas Rangers game that they already had planned. They had a great time, took lots of pictures, and began purposely living life. It was a very hard two years, but in April, she passed away at home, surrounded by her family, including four grandchildren, the youngest of which was born in December. That was a Friday. The following Monday, he wanted to meet with his guys at our usual spot. After talking sports briefly and after some tears, he invited us to join him in Dallas for a couple of games. Wednesday of the same week, we had a celebration of life party for her. My wife put together a great slideshow that played on repeat during the party. There must have been 100 people there. We all spent most of the time telling stories about her that we remembered from the pictures. There were many from their trip to Dallas. A little about him. He's the most black and white, man's man, bootstrap, testosterone, do-it-yourself man I've ever met. He's loyal, faithful, trustworthy, and a -a drop-everything-to-help-a-friend kind of a guy. One week after the party, he was going through her phone and iPad and was looking for a video he started to watch but stopped because he was looking for photos for the slideshow. The video was gone. There's a lot more to that side story. He figured out how to undelete photos and text messages. There were two threads in particular that he wanted to read. The first was with a contact simply named Joy. The other was with her friends since sixth grade. He read through both and found that she'd been communicating with Joy for some time. It was obvious it was a relationship. It was confirmed on her iPad by several explicit photos shared of each other. She had been cheating on him. The text thread with her friend detailed the relationship like two giggly middle school girls. The friend was encouraging of the relationship. He figured out that the other guy was her ex-boyfriend from high school. He immediately boxed up everything that was hers. He then drove himself to a therapist and asked if anyone had time to see him. I never thought he would be a therapy person. He told me he knew he could handle her being gone but he'd lost her twice now and didn't know what to do. He met with all of us and we were naturally shocked. My wife, who suffers from depression and deep empathy, was inconsolable. We've been married 26 years and I've never seen her that upset. All of us felt betrayed. A few weeks later and he's been actively working on his double loss. He asked the wives if she had told them anything, any clue that might explain why. They shared that after the diagnosis, she had told them he was difficult to be around because when she would say anything about, after she's gone, and so on, he would get angry and accuse her of giving up. She would just shut down and drop it. And that's not like her, so he was feeling like he drove her to the other guy. This last weekend, our men's trip to Dallas came to fruition. We were assuming he would cancel, but he didn't. He's loyal that way. The first day was filled with long, overdue laughter, baseball, and sudden tears as he would remember their trip in 2021. Day two came and we continued our fun until lunch. That's when he shared the final bomb. It had been nagging him for weeks that he might have driven her away. So, the day before we got on the plane, he figured out how to find all of her Facebook posts going back to May 10th, 2021. It started with the diagnosis post, the ice cream post, the appointment with the doctor, and the trip to Dallas. The diagnosis post contained a hashtag. It was in reference to one of her text messages to her friend. It was a shout-out to the other guy. Day one, she reached out to him. The text messages lined up with the dates. Also, every single post that contained a picture of my friend and her had that hashtag. It was meant to signify that she was with her husband, but she was thinking of the other guy. He then searched for that hashtag on her page, and it went back to 2008 when she joined. He spent the rest of the day erasing her. During the second game, he was recreating the trip with her. With us. Every picture he took of her, he took with us instead. He has a sleeve tattoo devoted to family. He wants to cover up her section with a black rose. He told me today that the off-again, on-again relationship has been going on for 30 years. They'd been married 32 She would have left him long ago, but he's such a great provider. He's second-guessing every day with her now. My questions are, can erasing her be good? Can you erase someone? Is it healthy? He's continuing therapy weekly, but we have more influence on him than a therapist might. How do we respond? What can we expect next in the grief cycle? He's nothing but anger and pain now. There's so much more to this story. I swear there's more every day. Sorry, it's so long. Even if you don't read this on the show, thanks for letting me get this out friend of double loss.
2: All right, Sam got a little uh, excited there at the end. Yeah, it was a uh, <laughs> so
7: frantic reading of uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a
2: yeah, a little much there robot, but uh anyway, uh wow. But
6: right in. That is a That
2: is a hell of amazing. a thing. That was yeah. just no kidding, Jeez. Crazy to me. yeah so, so, uh where do you start? What do you want to do?
6: I this is maybe psychologically interesting that I couldn't find it and then just like really hoped it was fake and it was a dream. You know what I mean? Like, Right, right. I am sure this guy has wished that many, many times. Like what kind of nightmare you can't seem to wake up from. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's start. I'm going to, you know, how sometimes I like to ask you guys questions first. I want to ask yeah. both of you because I have a skewed sense of what people do because i hear everything uh that i would love to know what normal people hear and so i'm just wondering is this a familiar story to you at all or some version of this Um, kind of um
3: familiar yeah
6: yeah meaning like you know an actual person having gone through something like it not
3: really um i don't think i do either uh, can't think yeah uh yeah i mean i've i've uh known a couple people who've been unfaithful to their significant others. And, um, but in, in any, in all those cases that came out and, um, and there was, they were able to have closure on it, whether it was good closure or bad closure, what sucks in this situation is mm-hmm. finding out after the fact, you've got no way to get any further closure on it. Right. You, know, you can't talk to her about it and say, you know how we why are you doing this to me for so long and yeah. uh um my god that's that is uh
2: rough rough business That's really rough like I, the only thing i can compare it to um i don't remember their names wendy but remember mom and dad were in a big giant study group they called it
6: yeah but yeah. really it was like, just like they all would go hang out and boating together yeah they go to lake it's
2: pal like spend, and, yeah, yeah they spend time at lake pal or whatever and all these couples and they were all very close and one of them, um, the wife, I want to say, they both passed, but the wife, I want to say, got like gastric bypass surgery or something. Yes. And then after that, just really slimmed down to nothing. And and for whatever reason, that became the impetus for her going and cheating on her husband at the time. And I, I, and I only knew this you know, as a kid. I, I just remember mom and dad sort of saying stuff about it on the side, but it really stuck with me. And wow. I remember that whole group. Was kind of decimated yeah. by this by this revelation, right? And I think they ended up working it out. I mean, she came back, and there was a lot of you know cons- conciliatory moments and stuff. But I don't think the group was ever the same. Um, yeah. But no. but, but my memory is as far as like anybody, I don't know anyone right now in this situation. I'm sure I do, and I just don't know it. But I don't I don't yeah. know anyone overtly <laughs> at the moment. I mean, I know. Yeah. Like I can't. What I tried to do when I first read this was put myself in this position, like how would this be? because Kim and I married now thirty years last year, I guess, yeah. mm-hmm. so we're working on thirty one and that'll be this August uh or mm-hmm. so yeah, august we'll <laughs> tell her if we're almost forgot. <laughs> but anyway, that's a long ass time to be with anybody, yeah, and uh trying to imagine the shock this would be, especially given the trauma of it of her passing. which just adds like this whole other layer. Oh my gosh. I can't even Yeah, and knowing
3: that, you know, for 30 of the 32 years that, that they were married, she was doing this. Yeah. It would Uh, just
2: be, what would you even do? It's like, how do you, how, I don't know how that person, like in a weird, and part of me is like, man, he went straight to therapy. That seems really Mm -hmm. smart. Almost like an emergency ER therapy. Yeah.
6: Who do you got? I need it this minute. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Which, which I think is probably the, no, yeah, so go ahead.
3: Definitely the right thing. Like basically, who knows what kind of spiral he would have gone into, discovering because yeah. it was like it's like one of these uh, um, movie thrillers where you know the detective is uncovering all of this data piece by piece about this person, unfolding the life of this person that that uh, uh, everyone thought they knew, and it's a completely different um, different person uh, on the other side. It's yeah,
2: like, just wild.
3: And that you feel wild. you probably feel a little. Uh, not skeevy, but a little like, oh, should I be looking at her text? Should I be looking at her Facebook post? But I think in a case like this, once you get the initial thing, it's like, all right, well, I've I've gone this far. Let's see how yes. deep the rabbit hole goes. I'm not sure,
6: my loyalty uh, means that much anymore. No,
3: exactly, my- yeah. exactly. Yeah,
6: exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. I just wanted to check because I swear to you, with within the week of this email, a mm-hmm. uh, good good friend of mine said hey any advice my brother's wife of 30 years he just found out was cheating <laughs> I'm like what was I dreaming this like no. I still feel like I'm not uh no. and so that's like a real person in my life and then you know clients are real people too but you know I've known of <laughs> I've known of many things uh and so I, I sometimes think I'm uh, my brain skewed and I'm pretty sure 99% of everyone's doing something secretly that they really shouldn't um and some of that is we've talked about Jungian psychology before a little bit and kind of the shadow idea, right. That you are, um, hiding something and often it's unconscious or can be. Sometimes there's obviously very conscious things you're hiding. Um, and so I, I do think that's probably not untrue for all of us to have some things. We just are not fully forthright about or, uh, or even available to us psychologically in any kind of healthy way. So, Fair enough, but however, I'm I'm reading this email, just thinking. Oh, there's so much grief here. There's mm-hmm. so much need to process and time. Layers, so time. layers of
2: grief, right? Like layers yeah, and right.
6: layers. Because it's
3: like they said, he he didn't lose her once; he lost her twice, basically. Yeah. And, yeah.
6: yeah, and yeah. and then everything, and then he lost the life he thought he knew. It's like taking the Whatever pill, and you're in the Matrix, and you are like left to figure this out how to actually operate in a very new reality.
2: <laughs> you're just like me; you never remember which pill is the one that I know. It's I never do. Else. It doesn't <laughs> like people. One? Blue pill's the good one. Yeah, blue, blue pill. you out of the Matrix. So wait, blue pill okay. makes you be just a person, and you forgot about the Matrix, right? Is that the deal?
3: No, I thought blue person or blue pill, blue person. <laughs> the blue person is a simple. <laughs> Uh, no, I thought the blue pill is the one you want to take. The red pill keeps you... Oh, no, it is the other way around, isn't it? Red pill takes you out of the Matrix. You find out. You see how deep the rabbit hole goes, basically.
2: Gotcha. Or it puts you in oh, the yeah. Matrix so that you fully understand the Matrix if you take yes, the red pill. Yes, right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. And yes, also, so, let's and just point this out tomorrow. a
6: classic uh, <laughs> age-related thing here, which is, you know, this couple, if they've been married 30 years, they are old enough to not have had technology and then suddenly mm-hmm. everything they've done since has been recorded, right? Um yeah. right. And publicly posting that and putting that hashtag and like that is Ugh. ouch, right? That's, yeah. That hashtag
3: is, exactly like uh, this this kind of like your arm around one person but you know you're holding hands with somebody else yes, on the slide.
6: Yes. And yes. It, and and yeah, of course hell. Yeah. It's a very childish adolescent behavior, right? (laughs) Like I'm going to stay with the rich guy and I'll just make this work. And, um, but I'm flirting with, I mean, it's because it's sort of (sighs) a developmental stuckness with the high school boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So when we moved to Sweden, I don't know if I've ever shared this story, but it is very applicable to this 2008 moment of where Facebook kind of became fully, available in the zeitgeist right everyone had accounts and everyone was using it and at that point um we i had five couples i was working with around 2008 and all of them all five had one partner having an affair through facebook
4: mm-hmm.
6: which i i don't think i've had a couple since having an affair through fa- facebook but there was just something about that moment and if I think back to it, it was like one was a, a an old college boyfriend, the other was an old college girlfriend, the other one was someone they met on Facebook, another one was reconnecting with, uh, you know, someone from their early 20s, on, right? And so <laughs> it was just happening anyway. And they also all had a 42-year-old in the couple, so... Somebody was cheating and somebody was 42 and each of these couples.
3: <laughs> Weird pal- wow. parallels to, yeah. uh, to and yeah. I was yeah.
6: 32 at the time and I was like, what the crap happens at 42? It just freaked mm-hmm. me out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's, that's when we decided to move to Sweden. We're like, we got to get out of here. Yeah. Um, but it was a little bit of like, what is happening to these mm-hmm. people? And you so have a you couple things that do happen. Go
3: ahead. You mentioned not having the situation via Facebook, like the cheating via Facebook, but I'm sure tons of um issues where somebody's having an emotional affair yeah, via text yeah, or or some yeah, other messaging yeah yeah. yeah
6: yeah but this seems so classic their age to me like yeah oh, no, of course this was you guys and to <laughs> and to do it that way and to keep posting right. your you know hashtag, on, yeah. and no one is is going to be surprised when i talk about how much i hate facebook but i feel like it is is become this it is an operating communication device to yeah. Do your weird business too, right? So, the, so I'm posting all the time so you can see me on these whatever vacations, but I'm secretly hashtagging my old boyfriend. It's just,
2: yeah, there's, you, you never hear about it's almost 100% of the time awful. that I hear about an emotional, even just a basic sort of emotional affair. Yeah. It's always via Facebook. Always.
6: I know. I don't <laughs> like Because well, that's so the gross. tool
3: you use to see if that, yeah, that ex-boyfriend, that high school sweetheart is still around. Yeah. And, uh, yeah it's yeah. not
6: classmates.com like they thought it would be. <laughs>
3: yeah. Friendster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
6: Friendster. Yeah. Uh anyway, okay, so let's go to what practical advice we can apply here. And I do I did love the voice cuz it made me feel even more
3: <laughs> like somebody worried about the sports game.
5: <laughs> yeah, totally.
6: Uh but just the, the couple things that are already in place that are awesome. First of all, driving himself to get help immediately, good for him. Yeah. Yep. Also, it sounds like this long-term group of friends that have real conversations like that is such an incredibly beneficial factor in his life. Mm -hmm. And so my advice to that group of friends is like, there is nothing more important than them doing what they've always done, which is being consistent, being there, being willing to talk about whatever needs to be talked about. The thing I would advise because, and maybe this isn't even their problem, but this is very common, which is sometimes you get sick of hearing someone talk about the same thing. Right? right. Sometimes you have a hard time not sit giving solutions and, and just listening. So just some core basic, you know, recognize it took 30 years to build this nightmare and it's going to take not just a year to get over it. Right. right? Yeah. right. It's yeah. going to take some time. So that on re- repeat, you should expect and do your best not to be annoyed with and recognize that this process may be slow. Uh, You know, this person's already getting professional help. And so your job is not to be the therapist. Your job is to encourage the growth that will come from therapy. And but you're, you're always there. Um, So this friend, when she asked me what her advice was, you know, in this moment, you're furious at your sister-in-law who has been a part of your life for 30 years, hurting your brother. And all you want to do is kick her in the face, right? Like, you get it but what happens is time goes on and people will sometimes repair these things um, and now you have already made yourself an enemy and maybe lost influence because you joined your brother's anger situation and then he's forgiven her and they you know they try again and now you've got all the betrayal it feels like maybe you feel because you joined a side and that is so hard right We are built to do this we are built to. Rally the side that we're related to, usually, and you know, hate on whoever the person they want us to hate on, and involve ourselves that way. And that can be tempting, I think, for this group to to maybe be really harsh towards her. yeah, um, yeah. because he may want you to. and you can right. be supportive without having to then ne- push yourself way far past a line. So when he heals and it's no longer a problem, now you are furious and mm-hmm. everyone deserves their own feelings about that. That's not what I'm getting at. It's more like in your efforts to support it's hard to be neutral and supportive. Um, maybe neutral to slightly to that person's side is is a great place to be and just care how are you? what can I do for you? you know, give him the space to talk about it. All of those things can be really do- important.
3: Do uh, do his friend does his friend group need to worry about trust issues with them? You know, now that he's thought this this one stable relationship in his life for thirty years, or thirty two years, uh, was was completely wow. a sham. Do they need to worry? Like, how do they con- not convince him, but just reassure him that hey, we are you know we are someone you can trust. We know you had this this crap going on that you just discovered, but we've always, and we will continue to always be truthful to you and we'll always be,
6: you know, yeah. And that would be like a very proactive form of what is a gen as generally thought of as being stable, right? Like you're, Mm -hmm. you're still meeting with them. You're still stable. You're still encouraging. If you feel like you need to say that, or if, but really I would, I would sort of offer this as a, maybe a global piece of advice is to follow the person's lead Mm -hmm. if you hear him actively wondering about other people you can Mm -hmm. ask would you do you want us do you want us to talk about this with how you know what because again when you've been deceived that thoroughly Mm -hmm. it may not extend to anyone else it may extend to everyone else like it's kind of hard to know so you really need to follow follow their lead i mean he's they've got children and grandchildren right Mm -hmm. So he's got all these people who just lost their mother and grandmother mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. they didn't, they didn't say if everyone is aware of the cheating.
3: Yeah. What do you think on that? Like, do you, um, let's say they currently not, um, my inclination would be just let's not, re- you know, she, she's yeah. destroyed my my opinion of her, there's no reason for me to do that same thing. Although they're going to wonder why all of a sudden he's got a black rose on his arm covering, you know, where her name used to be or her. Yeah. They're going to be questions for be. sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
6: And she's been eliminated from any. Yeah, he's been
2: erased. Every, been yeah. erased yeah.
6: I have a feeling they know. Yeah, uh, or or at least the adults. Or at least know.
3: they'll 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 they will know once they right. see. All right, why why are you boxing up all of her stuff so quickly and right. why have you taken all of her photographs and X her face out and
6: <laughs> right right and yeah. that is very difficult. So let's let's just assume they already know. The best thing he can do is keep talking to the therapist and his friends about those mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and not keep the burden on those kids because they already have the burden of knowing their mom has been unfaithful to their dad for 30 years and then died and they can't talk to her either right so the double loss right is triple loss right and is maybe more Uh, accurate and everyone is feeling it in all different ways families handle everything the way a family handles everything right so you take any family i always think of it as sort of like the flavor or the brand, the family brand, like, how do you handle trauma? How do you handle grief? What does the family do? Do they gather? Do they isolate? Do they spread apart? Do they get closer? Do they talk? Do they not talk? And you kind of have whatever is going on there is outside of their realm as friends, but that's happening, whatever that is. And so even being a safe place to help him talk through, you know, how the family is responding. Um, and, and, and so your openness and lack of like harsh judgment just means that all the things can be processed. And that's why a therapist works is the therapist is not, it doesn't have a dual relationship here. Right. They're just going to listen and ask questions and be open and curious and there and there for the long haul as opposed to sometimes family and friends are like, are we done? Cause grief, at least the way Americans often It's like, it's got a time limit. You have to be back at work in four days. You know what I mean? Like we don't have this built in very well. And so this kind of painful, jagged wound is really different than just my wife died of cancer. And, you know, we have an annual little party to celebrate her life. Like that is what would have probably happened. There would have been group support and honoring her and no one would have ever known. And that's probably what she intended um, and thought she knew technology better than she did. Obviously, right? Right.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, you take a Gen Zer and say, "Hey, try this." They're like, uh, "No, <laughs> we yeah. know all the ways this works." <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that maybe you know would never happen that way, but it, it is, it is, so complicated and so tricky. So I would just recommend the friends do the support for one another as they support him too. Yeah. That you're just making sure everyone's kind of okay. And think of it as a marathon. This is this is going to take a while. But I don't. I don't see any. There are no like. Oh no, you got to intervene or say this or that or or you know. It sounds like a terrible experience for a fairly healthy group of people. Yeah. And that's a lot more than I can say for lots of things.
2: Oh yeah. Like that's yeah. My big takeaway from this is he's got this crazy good support system. That honestly, I don't feel like a lot of people have. A lot of people maybe even lost during the pandemic. Like, there's, that's just not common to have that level, Mm -hmm. uh, based on what we know about it. So that already is a huge deal, I think, for him. Yeah, what a gift. Yeah, that's a huge gift. Yeah,
6: and here's the thing: healing means another life. Mm -hmm. Not healing means having the last thirty years torture him for the next thirty years. Right, and that is you can't speed up healing any faster than it will be. Um, but that can be your goal and your hope as his friends. Um, because he can have a whole, another 30 years of life, a whole different life. And that's really hard to believe and feel in the middle of any of this. Um, but that's in the end, the outcome that is very much possible. Um, it's heartbreaking.
2: Yeah, this is rough stuff. If the listener who sent this in wants to share this audio with your friend, I think that'd be a good thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Obviously, let them choose to or not. But um,
0: right.
2: I think it might be helpful. I hope it is anyway. And then also, I hope it's helpful to the friend because this is secondary. It's it's not the same level, but it's secondary trauma for a friend to have to oh, yes. deal with their friend dealing with this, especially the close yeah. knit mm-hmm. group they got going. Yeah. So
6: yeah, like his wife's response was appropriate, right that yeah. level mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is just you know, how do you because of course she was lying to her, yeah. yeah, all of them and and that is really difficult. I mean, I know I've mentioned this before on the sto- on the show, but just the that podcast about funeral homes <laughs> and how they have an after uh, a training for all funeral home directors called after hours, and yeah. it's basically how do you do the second viewing or funeral after the doors are closed for this second secret family or the um, you know, there's a, a child that no one knows about, or there's, you know, and, and, and this is how DNA has really messed with a lot of people's long-term plans of no one will ever know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we could maybe take a whole hour and talk about different, like why the the brain, why a, a human being emotionally would deceive in these ways And what it serves, what it doesn't serve and, and kind of, you know, that whole dynamic because this is not the first will not be the last version of this. Um, But also just the reality of how many burdens people are carrying around Mm. that they don't need to, but it's terrifying, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It's terrifying to fess up, face the truth, pay the consequences, you know, all those things, like when we're teaching a little kid not to lie and we, take them back to the store or steal. And we take them back to the store and make them make it right. Um, you're giving them practice in what the, the freedom of honesty or openness gives you and take away the burden of secrecy and the burden of lying and the burden of, and every human being is built to lie, right? So every one of us has, has some experience with this or will have. Um, and some people will, you know, go to the grave with those lies and others find that they can be honest and you know. stop pretending and live more authentically. But usually you need some help doing that. So maybe as a kid, you need your parents help to help you do that. And maybe as an adult. You need some safe people to help you do that. Um, so, I mean, that's a, that's maybe a whole nother thing, but it is, you know, trying to understand her is maybe not where he's at at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe never will be doesn't, and
2: there, you know, yeah, there may be there's that. maybe no end game to that because yeah, the person exactly, that most needs to answer for the, the crimes of it all is not here anymore.
6: Exactly, and that is really tricky when I when I do any work with anyone about you know maybe a, a loved one that's passed that abused them or was harmful in significant ways. Like grieving someone who's gone is both easier and way harder um, because it is it is one sided and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So finding peace and some sort of help that way is he's on the right track to do that. It's just going to take some time.
2: Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, let us know how it goes. And I, I hope this group gets to stay tight and together. Yeah, that's awesome. That seems important. Uh, Wendy, always good as usual. Uh, realsteps.org yeah. is a great place to go visit and uh, see what that's all about. So when the uh, the next bunch of openings happen, maybe you can sneak in there and be a part of it. That's right. Uh, Read all about it. Anything else you want to mention this week?
6: Uh, hot summer's here. Let's do this. Let's do this. Summer (laughs) time is right.
2: (laughs) No more, no more weird snow. Although, um, we still have a ton of snow in the mountains, and we're still expecting flooding. So it's kind of going to be weird. Like it's
6: slow. Oh, this is so cool. My friend's daughter just got an internship at the Salt Lake Tribune, and she she had her first published. Name on the byline, and it was all about flooding and Sandy. Nice, <laughs> I was like, that's so funny.
2: Wow, There's, that takes me back. That's awesome. It,
6: it does. It's very cute. And you know, I learned a few things reading it. I was like, oh, so the the cloud cover up there keeps obviously the temperature from being, you know, the direct sun's a problem, and so your your melt your snow melts a little slower, yeah. which is good. But man, that's not going to last. No, you guys it's are not
5: gonna roast mm-hmm. hot mm-hmm. soon.
2: It's going to get real hot. It's already warming up pretty good today. Here's the thing, though. I remember like yesterday going to church 1983. We're all kids, right? And we just got there. Everybody sat down. Bishop gets up, goes up to the microphone and says, everybody go home and change into your grubbies. We're doing sandbags today. <laughs> and I never <laughs> forgot it. The guy was like, sweet. I don't have to be at yeah. church. I can go do right. this thing, which is mostly water and sand. And I'm, in, and my sand, and I'm exactly, in my grubbies. Yeah. Oh, it was the best thing ever. I freaking loved it. <laughs> But By it was, the way, you know
6: is grubby's regional? Because I have not heard that word since 1983. Yeah, we I all mean, said, I know what
3: it means, you know. But uh, you uh, context. But I don't think I would use that phrase. Like, go put on your yeah, go put on your, your work realities. clothes or your not your work clothes, but put on your.
2: It never left yeah, I me. It, yeah. I still do grubbies. I don't know why. It's That's like, awesome. Yeah, Kim's <laughs> like, yeah, like we gotta uh, might be might be regional. Kim's yeah. like we gotta fix remember, the sprinkler. Get your grubbies. That's how it goes. I
6: remember being on State Street with all the sandbags and watching people boat down it and just being like. I mean, I was seven, eight years old going, oh, there's a river on a street.
4: Yeah. It was yeah. crazy. I, remember,
2: I don't know if you remember, but Matt tried to run across it because he thought he could. And it, he got caught up on it and flowed down like a block or something like that. We were all worried about him for a hot minute. I do not
6: remember
2: that. <laughs> I don't, that was one of my strongest <laughs> memories of that whole event.
6: we idiot lost Yeah, no more yeah.
2: Matt. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, have a, a good one. And uh, yeah. my best to uh, your young Bjornborg son. And uh, we'll see you soon. Yes. Bye now. All right. Her oldest is getting graduated, and he is a beast. I don't know what happened. Last time I saw Abraham, Abe was like a skinny, gangly, looked like me in high school. Yeah, yeah. He got the sniff of weights, and now is this (laughs) big freaking bee. He's a beast now.
3: Guys, nice. it's like when you first see those pictures of uh uh Nanjani, uh what's his face from oh uh, yeah
2: yeah yeah eternals yeah, yeah.
3: Nanjani from <laughs> from silicon valley it's like oh dude holy cow where yeah. did this come from
2: he buffed yeah. right up did he uh so i still haven't seen eternals did he um was it for that movie he got all buffed up yes okay yes. I couldn't remember what the deal yeah, was i think there.
3: that'll have to be a future uh, couch party two-parter
2: yeah i need to see i, I started that movie <laughs> I should mm-hmm. almost said famously, but I haven't really told anyone. I started that movie on a night where I was just beat and I conked out and missed the whole thing. So I'm. It is, uh,
3: yeah. I mean, it's not a it's not a fast mover. Um, the the opening parts can be, but the, the the stuff with the yeah the whatchamacallits uh showing up the first time and fighting in London and that sort of thing. But yeah,
2: oh, well, I like Zoe yeah that John. boy that
3: whole cheating thing. Let me tell you, uh, number one reason obviously I wouldn't cheat is Tina. Yeah. <laughs> number two reason I obviously would cheat is having my family find out but I'll say the number three reason yeah. is having the tadpole find out and
2: like oh yeah I could not Can face you imagine? the tadpole oh my gosh oh, my God. The, the, the the heat that it would generate yeah exactly. exactly it just seems so foreign to me I just don't understand it and I'm not this is no judgment toward anybody who's struggled with anything yeah. I just don't I, I personally don't get it I don't understand yes. how yeah. it works I guess Like Mm -hmm. to me, it's just—I've said on the show before. I've had listeners have sent naked photos to me before, Mm -hmm. and the first thought isn't
3: that was a a mistype. I know
2: yours, I forgave, but when I when I get those, (laughs) you
3: should have seen how I pressed that send button.
2: (laughs) When I got one of them, I don't remember which one it was. I remember going. Uh, at the time, I don't know what other people's reactions are. Are they to go, ooh, a secret little thing I can do on the side or something? Yeah, no, yeah. I went, Cam, get in here before this disappears. Yeah, exactly. It's on Snapchat. It's only going to be here for seven seconds. And I'm, on, <laughs> I'm literally on the toilet. And she comes bursting in there. What is it? What is it? Look, check it out. Somebody sent me now. Ah, it's gone. Dang it. Well, she had red hair, I think. And I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> well, she... <laughs> She might have had red hair on her head, but we don't know. No, that's all I meant. (laughs) It wasn't anything weird like that. But like those things happen, and my my thought is, where's Kim? She'll laugh at this. Not ooh, secrety, secrety. Like I don't, I just don't understand it. But anyway, whatever. Uh, Good luck to that person, and let us know how things go with your friend. I'm yeah, for sure. Jeez, very hopeful for all of you. Uh, All right, let's move on and out of here real quick. uh, We Mm -hmm. got some shows upcoming. Coverville today at 1. What are you covering today? That's right,
3: doing? Prince. Prince would have turned 65 next week. And um, and I always love, uh, you know, every five years getting to do a Prince milestone birthday show because people keep covering Prince and putting out these amazing covers of Prince songs. They're some of the easiest shows to put together, and they're some of the best because it's all such great stuff. So, of course, covers of things like Sign of the Times, When Doves Cry, Delirious, Purple Rain, Kiss, I Would Die For You, When You Were Mine, Little Red Corvette. I mean, you know all this stuff. Yeah. Um, coming up today, 1 p.m twitch.tv slash coverville and of course playing Marvel snap during the whole thing um maybe even playing against people what I, what I should do yeah because the 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 Marvel snap co- competition friendly competition has its problems you're you're basically playing with the same deck against the same person over and over and over again and right. if if your opponent has this deck that you that your your deck is just Completely useless against. I'm talking to you, Red Fraggle. Right. Um, uh, you know, it, you're basically just like watching yourself circle the drain in cubes. They should do it, and I think I've said this a million times somewhere. Is you you come up with four decks? It cycles through those four decks for each game. So. Game One, you're playing deck one against their deck one, game two, you're playing your deck two against their deck two, et cetera, so that's like, oh wow, okay, now you're doing a move deck, or now you're doing a destroy deck, Awesome. oh, this kind of works, and blah, blah blah, but sure you know red frag will brings out her damn galactus, and It's like, I don't have and this is the deck I have that doesn't have any cards that I can send over to the other side to to block her galactus,
2: ah, uh, yeah. And it's hard, right? Because now cause you're making a show. It's, it's exactly. a different thing. So yeah,
3: I could easily say, all right, let's play. We're going to play one round. Uh, you know, winner take all kind of thing. And then we'll stop after that game's over. We'll pick different decks and we'll play different, you know, different decks against each other and that sort of thing. And that way it's like it feels like uh, it'd be a lot more fun. Right. Yeah. And keep track and basically keep track of, of the ten cubes and how many you've lost at each time, so you can just manually do it.
2: Sure. Sure. I do love that you have this thing to do during songs, though. There's something cool about. Yeah.
3: Because what else am I going to do? It's people yeah. watching me sit there.
2: <laughs> right. On a show it's, it's a weird. Uh, it's a weird live stream. Yeah. Problem. Because it's not it like a normal live stream, where you're always either saying something or showing something or whatever. Instead, exactly. it's like I gotta fill this time with something. And
3: and listen, people are saying, "Oh my god, this song is great," or "This song takes me back," or whatever. It's not like I ignore the chat. It's like while I'm playing, it's like, "Oh yeah, good, yeah." This song, uh, you know, was actually not even originally his, and he did this for somebody else, and blah blah blah. So, um, it's it's uh, uh, it's so much fun as a as a side thing. Works out perfectly. Little two three minute games. I, I can see the end of the song's coming, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. have to do a back announce. It's like great. We're not gonna start up a new game because I got time.
2: Yep. Well done, Marvel and I didn't uh, ignore second you, breakfast. Claire. What you ignore, Claire? Claire. She in Claire there? Claire says you
3: always ignore me, Brian. I don't.
2: Is she playing as well? Is She playing a little I Snap?
3: I don't know if she play. I don't think she plays Marvel Snap, but I think in chat she she probably oh. thinks I ignore and I don't. Well,
2: she thinks out of all of us while she's in there. She
3: does. She does. And, oh, boy, did I surprise her right now by not ignoring her. You always ignore me, Brian. Message. Yeah. Ha!
2: Yeah. What are you? Attention.com over there, Claire? <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, let's get to this. Oh, also, uh, Core yeah, usually well, shows, is on Thursday yeah. nights, but Core is not happening tonight. Core is happening Friday night, <laughs> and you might be wondering, well, why did someone have a schedule mix-up? Was there a problem? Was someone traveling?
3: Yeah. No. Oh, so then, yeah. Right. None of no, that.
2: Nobody's wondering that at all. <laughs> no. Today at 5 p.m. Mountain Time, the time we start Core normally on Thursday, is right when Diablo 4 becomes playable in my time zone. Uh, I didn't make this decision, though. This was mostly Bo, because he really wants the day. He's taking time mm-hmm. off work and everything else. I think he's going to go for that hardcore thing where his name, oh, they'll etch really? your name into the statue of Lilith in town if you, if really, you do if it. Really, if you
3: get it fast enough, you get to the... Yeah, you get
2: there fast enough. I think you hit 100, you can't die. I can't remember what the whole deal is. Anyway, it's a whole thing, and I think he's going to go for it. He's been recruiting <laughs> people in our Discord to like do it with him. Um, I can't commit because there's no way I just can't commit that kind of time. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to be playing that instead. So tonight I'll be streaming. Uh, there's already a, a pre pre scheduled stream up there for it. I'll be streaming D4 uh, yes. tonight in place of the show starting at 5 p.m. He will. <laughs> we'll all be streaming it from different places. So just right, yeah, exactly. Whatever. And
3: I'd even be fine if you want for couch party tomorrow for me to like do a a bow thing where I watch you play and talk while you're playing it. Because yeah. I've I'd love to see I know I've got it coming and it'll be downloading to my my uh, battle net as well. Sure. But um you can preload it, as you know, of
2: yesterday I think. I think you can preload. Yeah. yeah. I did it.
3: But it'd be kind of fun, you know, if you if you want to uh play and I'll do the or not the bow, the John thing mm-hmm. and uh and chat with you while you're playing it. You can talk about what you're doing and stuff. I'd totally Yeah,
2: sure if it's at five, you're around, let's do it. That'd oh be no great. no! I'm talking about
3: couch party tomorrow.
2: Oh, couch party. Oh, we could totally do that. Yeah. yeah, because you're going to be gone. The next I'm going to miss.
3: I'm going to miss the next two couch right,
2: parties. Right, right. We're going to we're breaking out Golden Girls for the next two weeks. So Brian, <laughs> Brian, doing that tomorrow. I was like, why don't we do that? That sounds like
3: fun. That'd be fun. That'd be a blast. I don't. I certainly don't mind. Uh...
2: Claire doesn't want to watch that in all caps. Listen, Claire. Yeah, I'll ignore her. We do what we want to do. That's fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh film sack also this weekend patriot games yeah. Get your patriot games on
3: watched uh, it last night
2: yeah i uh, there are parts of
3: it that hold up really well there are parts of it that uh that don't um, does have, uh, that have that'll do pig guy in it? Isn't he in there? No, no Cromwell in this one. Okay. That's pretty it. No, that's but you got all your Star uh, Wars people your Han Solo, Mace right. Windu, Darth Vader. <laughs>
2: that's right. I forgot how much of that, uh, how much Star Wars crossover there is. And
3: it's all against the Irish. Boy, dude, does that movie hate Irish people. Spe- oh, my God.
2: Especially Sean Bean. Or Sean, <laughs> not Bean. Sean Bean. That's all right. Sean Bean. But
3: Sean Bean. It really is Sean Bean.
2: Uh, I'm sure Claire will have opinions. Uh, What else? I'm sure she will. Uh, Skim this weekend, couch party, like we said, tomorrow. But I I really like that idea. So I think we'll do that. I like it. Uh, That way we actually do that out in public. We don't have to hide it behind the Discord. So we'll do that everywhere we'll just make a big stream out of it it'll be fun okay cool um what else uh that's it patreon.com slash tms boy howdy it's the first literally june 1st what a time to be alive and what a time to join us (laughs) for some reason the podcast across the frog pants network had a 20 percent jump in may in in total listeners and i don't know why i can't figure it out other than it coincided with the youtube switch and maybe that had some knock-on effect i don't know because they're separate you know audio and video are like not together uh, really? So I don't know why that happened, but uh, be a part of that surge by joining us at patreon.com slash TMS and make Brian and I do cooler stuff uh, mm-hmm. than we already do. There's already a ton of cool stuff. But you want more? Great. Get in there. Patreon.com slash TMS. No commercials ever. Pre-show Thanks. content every day. Uh, art in the mail. Other monthly benefits. Those couch parties we mentioned. All that stuff. Yeah. Sign up today. I,
3: uh, and I've actually gone into our Patreon and added a new tier level uh, mm-hmm. for five bucks a month. Uh, leg check.
2: Yep, leg check. You guys want Every leg episode. check? Yep. yeah. Yep, uh, I'll do a boob check because I, you know, I got them. I got boobs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 that's it for the show. We're done. Uh, let's cool. get out of here. Hey, I need music. Do you have some?
3: Uh, I do have some. Great. This is going to be so short and sweet. You're going to love it. But mm. get your get your uh, little birthday sounder ready. All right. Justin O'Brien says, "For my birthday, I want to say thanks for the whole Frog Pants family and Tadpool community."
0: Let's party.
2: Nice. Did he even request a song or was it just that? He did. He did. Okay. In, the, in the
3: request field, he put anything by Me First and the Gimme Gimmes. Like, he's one of the best people. Just just say, hey, yeah. here, your, your choice, Brian, pick something that you like and, and uh, let's do it. Love so, it. Love it. Uh, because I don't have a cover of this for today's show, and uh, Me First and the Gimme Gimmes happened to do one, uh, a cover of Nothing Compares to You, a song that Prince wrote for a band that he was producing called The Family. Um that went nowhere. <laughs> that version went nowhere. Sinead O'Connor said, "Hi, oh, I'd love to I'd love to do a copy of it if you'd let me. Uh, I hate let me the Pope. tear up this picture of the Pope. Ah, the uh, stupid Pope, he sucks. Fight the real enemy. Oh, okay, let me do your song now. Uh <laughs> anyway and so she did a cover of it of course became a massive massive hit for her. Yeah. Um, this is me first in the gimme gimme's version of the song here is nothing compares to you from their 2003 album me first in the gimme gimme's
2: take a break all we right, i'll see you guys all on monday
1: it's been seven hours and 15 days since you took your love away
7: What you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.
1: Sometimes Andy becomes lazy and uses a foot.